Unbroken Podcast. I'm Alexandra Amor, author and lifelong explorer of what it means to be human. This is the podcast where my guests and I explore the inside-out nature of life via the psychological paradigm called the Three Principles. We explore the positive effect this can have on every aspect of our lives, including resolving things like unwanted habits, anxiety, trauma, depression, and more. You'll find episode show notes, transcriptions, your complimentary video series, and lots more at unbrokenpodcast.com. If you're struggling to resolve an overeating habit, I invite you to go to freedomfromovereating.com where you'll find all the details about the online course I've created based on my 30 plus years of struggle and how I found the solution to my own overeating habit by exploring this inside out psychological paradigm. Use the coupon code podcast at checkout to save 20% on this unique and comprehensive course. And now here's the show. Hello, explorers, and welcome to another Q&A episode of Unbroken. I'm your host, Alexandra Amor. And today our question is, what does it mean to look upstream when we're talking about diet and weight loss? Someone that I was interviewing recently, we touched on the subject of looking upstream or downstream. And this was something that confused me a little bit at the beginning of this exploration, And also previously to that, I remember uh, some family members talking about looking upstream versus looking downstream years ago, and I didn't really know what it meant. And now, today, I find it a really, really useful way to look at uh, what we're exploring with the three principles understanding. And so today, I'm going to talk about that specifically as it relates to resolving an overeating habit uh, and to diets and weight loss and all that kind of stuff. So let's go. So in this understanding, in the three principles understanding, we're always looking upstream. And I'm going to come back to that in just a second. But first, what I want to do is talk about what it means to look downstream. And in our culture currently, What we tend to do kind of reflexively and because uh, that's what other people do and because that's where our culture seems to be focused is we tend to look downstream at any given issue. So when you think about a river, which is really all this metaphor is about, um, whatever's going on downstream from where you are is the stuff that metaphorically is more granular, more um, more detailed, definitely. Uh, we're more absorbed in the content of the things when we're looking downstream at them. And the reason we use this metaphor is because what happens is when we look upstream and we understand what's going on up there, then the things that are downstream resolve themselves. So let me give you a specific example just so that we're on the same page. So when we think about 
dieting and weight loss and resolving an unwanted overeating habit, very often, and I absolutely did this, I spent a lot of my time looking downstream at all the details around that overeating habit. So when did it occur during the day? And what kind of foods were, were, were I, well, sorry, was I attracted to? And did I feel like I had uh, an unhealthy preoccupation with or an addiction to? And what sort of things could trigger me to, um, to want to engage in my overeating habit? And did any of my specific other kinds of habits in my life or thoughts about things, what effect did those have on my overeating habit? And I would get, you know, really caught up in, in all those kinds of details uh, that in the end, I realized it didn't actually matter. And that's why we're going to talk about what's upstream. But I'll give you a specific example. So I've talked more than once about my Coca-Cola habit, and I talk about it in It's Not About the Food and How That Habit Disappeared. But for 25 plus years, while that unwanted habit was ongoing, I, I could get really fixated on the fact that it always happened at noon. So I didn't tend to drink soda outside of that. I, it was always just something that I had at lunchtime. It wasn't a habit that um, that I participated in throughout the day. But at noontime, that uh, compulsion, that drive to to habitually have a can of soda was definitely with me. And so for years, I really tried to look at what I could do specifically about that situation and that time of day and and that specific substance that I was overusing, I felt. And those are all the kinds of uh, details and uh, details that I would spend a lot of time looking at. And then I would also, and what we do when we're looking downstream, is then we develop strategies to deal with those kinds of situations and and that sort of granular detail that we've gotten into about the unwanted habits. So for example, I would try things like having a glass of fizzy water with a wedge of lemon at lunchtime instead of having my soda. Or I would try, I never did try diet soda, but that's something that's that some people might do instead, right? So they're still getting the um, the taste, but less sugar or whatever it is. So those are the kinds of sort of techniques and strategies that we tend to use when we're looking downstream. And what I liken it to is that it can eventually feel like when we're managing our feelings around whatever our unwanted habit is, and the behavioral situations around them, it can start to feel like, at least it did for me, like I was spinning a whole bunch of plates. So I've got all these thin sticks, and I've got plates spinning all over. And I'm trying to manage each of these different plates, you know, that are spinning at different speeds, and I've started them at different times. You've seen 
plate spinners, no doubt, on videos. It's remarkable what they can do. But it started to feel like that for me, and it felt like that for a very long time. And that would manifest itself in situations like, well, you know, I don't want to go to a certain restaurant at a, you know, at lunchtime, because then I'll feel like I, I want to have my soda at lunchtime, which I was trying to avoid, or I don't want to have certain foods. And I knew that if I had certain, a certain food that matched really well with a soda, then that would be my downfall, and I would have the soda. So all of this, I hope you're getting a picture of the sort of things that we innocently, so innocently do in order to deal with an unwanted habit when we're looking downstream. So now I want to shift and talk about what we mean when we talk about looking upstream, which is where we're always looking with this three principles understanding. So what's happening when, we, when we're looking upstream is that we're looking at how we work as human beings, uh, as a species, you know, how all of us work all the time. We're looking at the nature of thought with a capital T and what that, uh, how that affects our lives. We're looking at the fact that where we live in the world of our thinking, not in the world of our circumstances. And when we start to understand how we work as human beings and what is true for all of us all the time, which are those things that I've just mentioned, then the things that are downstream start to resolve themselves on their own. So when I started to see the nature of thought with a capital T and that I was living in the world of my thinking, when I began to grasp that, what that meant was that I stopped taking my thinking quite so seriously. And I started to create a little gap between myself and my thoughts. And by doing that, that's what enables the the situations, the circumstances that are happening downstream to resolve themselves because they're not necessary anymore. And the tangled thinking that's occurring as we look downstream, that's resolving itself as well. So when we, when we look upstream, what we're also looking toward is the nature of insight and how we, we change because of insight. Change always, always happens insightfully. So we can think about it this way, that insight is upstream and what our minds know is downstream. So I've talked before on, on, the, on one of these Q&A episodes about how, you know, our minds know what they know and we can get caught in knowledge loops so another way to look at it is that all that knowledge and all those loops that we can get caught in are downstream. But when we look upstream, what we're uh, ready to experience, what we're, um, what we understand is true about life is that change occurs insightfully. Um, upstream is, is the place where wisdom and um, insight, again, 
and universal intelligence exist. Downstream is where our thinking is really busy and uh, and caught up in itself and innocently trying to inform us, trying to help us, and trying to help us to understand what's going on with us. And that's where definitely I spent 30 years, 30 plus years, reading books and trying to increase my understanding about what was going on without realizing that there was another place that I could look for answers. And that is upstream. So the easy way to visualize this too, is that if you think about a river again, if someone is uh, dropping, let's say, food coloring into a river and you're downstream and you're trying to catch all the droplets of food coloring that are coming down the river, that's going to be a really, really difficult task. You know, almost impossible because the river is constantly moving and uh, it's flowing around you. And as soon as you catch onto one droplet of food colored water, 10 others are going to go rushing by And if the river is moving really fast, then your task gets it even harder. So the difference with this understanding is that when we go upstream and we understand the nature of thought, that's like removing the bottle of food coloring entirely from the flow of the river. It's just not being dropped in there anymore. And so the the activity is still going on downstream, but we understand what it is. We understand that it's thought that we live in the world of our thinking, but it's a much, much more peaceful uh, way to be. And we rely on insight to, to help us to resolve these issues that we have. So I think that's about all I have to say about that, uh, the difference between looking upstream and looking downstream when we're trying to resolve a habit. If you have any questions about that, if it didn't make sense, please let me know. You can always fill out the form at alexandraamore.com forward slash question. And I'm always, always happy to answer questions uh, from you guys who are listening out there. And if you'd like to learn more about uh, finding freedom from an overeating habit, I encourage you to go to uh, freedomfromovereating.com and there you'll find lots of information about the online course that I've created. There's over five and a half hours of content in that course and um, you'll find two lessons that you can preview for free. So that'll give you an idea of what the course contains And listeners to the podcast receive uh, or save 20% on the course price when they use the code podcast at checkout. So I hope you are well and taking good care and I will talk to you again next week. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found the show helpful and uplifting. You'll find all the backlist episodes and show notes at unbrokenpodcast.com. To learn more about how to resolve an overeating habit in a way that's unlike anything else you've tried, go to freedomfromovereating.com. Use the coupon code PODCAST at checkout to save 20% on this unique and comprehensive course. See you next time!